We want to welcome you to another episode on MBKI's Radio Broadcasting Network. Prepare yourself and get ready and allow the Spirit of the Lord to transform your mind. And here's your host, Apostle Anthony Baxter. Somebody needs to make that confession of faith tonight. Say it. I will never be the same. Not after being with you. Amen, amen. I want to welcome each and every person to MBKI's Must Be Kingdom. Hallelujah. International Ministries. Uh, podcast network amen uh tonight we're going to be going over our part five of the measures of a man we're going to be talking about making god's truth attractive amen hallelujah so hallelujah to my brothers out there i am my brother's keeper amen glory be to god and i just thank god for each and every one of you all of you that are calling from America and the other uh, seven countries, hallelujah, that we are broadcasting into. God bless you. Hallelujah. I want to first give thanks to God, who is my Lord, my Savior, my all in all. I want to thank God for my wife, hallelujah, that keeps things together and straight, hallelujah. And all of you in your respectful places, hallelujah, the apostles, prophets, evangelists, preachers, and teachers, hallelujah. Deacons, overseers, hallelujah, mothers, janitors, all people in their respectful places. I just give honor to you all. Hallelujah. What I want to do here is just get started with a little music. Hallelujah. Where would we go? Hallelujah. If we did not have Christ. Why would we turn away from him? Because he has the word for eternal life. Amen.
Amen. Amen. Father, in the mighty name of Jesus, Lord, we just come before your throne as humbly and as boldly as we know how. Just giving thanks unto you, Father God. I mean, where would we go, Father God? Hallelujah. Lord, you have the words for eternal life. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. And we just draw closer to you. We just desire more of you. Help us to walk this walk, hallelujah. Increase our desire for you, Lord God, that we will put down things of this world, hallelujah, and turn to the things in the spirit, hallelujah. Glory be to God. Father, we magnify your name. We thank you, Lord. And as I can uh, get ready to go forth, Lord, I pray that you will put me behind the cross, that your spirit will have total control of this vessel, Father God, that your word will be given in power, might, your truth, hallelujah, going forth in your way, in your will, in the name of Yeshua HaMashiach, the Christ, we pray, hallelujah, amen, and amen, glory be to God, hallelujah, people of God, hallelujah, I just want to give thanks and praise and honor once again, hallelujah, to our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. As well as each and every person that is on the line. Before we get started, I just want to go over uh, our uh, weekly schedule. Hallelujah. On Tuesdays, we have my spiritual son, Prophet uh, David Valentine. He's going to be coming forth with the new show called Embracing Us. And this show is basically the testimonies of people from different walks of life of how they got out of and into a strong relationship with our Lord, the struggles they had to go through, things of this nature. It's a powerful show. Tune in. The number to dial is 515, excuse me, it would be 727 731 4401. Again, that's 727 731 4401. It's a powerful show, you guys. A lot of individuals have come back to the Lord. Hallelujah. And those that have been church hurt, many of the people that have come on or that will be coming on, you'll find, have gone through a lot of hurt and persecution from the church and left the church saying they would never come back. But there's individuals that have come on that uh, have gone through that same thing and have returned and have a totally different experience. So if that be you, you too can have a totally different and be able to assemble with your brothers and sisters as the word of God states that we ought to do. Amen. Glory be to God. And then on Wednesdays, we have Kingdom Encounter Bible Study. Hallelujah. Uh, The time, I'm sorry, the time for... Uh, uh, Prophet uh, David uh, is 5 o'clock Central Standard Time, 8 o'clock Eastern Standard Time, and 5 o'clock Pacific Standard Time. Again, that uh, is uh, 5 o'clock Pacific Standard Time, 8 o'clock Eastern Standard Time, and 7 o'clock Central Standard Time. That's on Tuesdays for Embracing Us with Prophet David Valentine. On Wednesdays, hallelujah, 
at 6 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, 8 p.m. Central Standard Time, and 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, we have Kingdom Encounter uh, Bible Study, hallelujah, and that will be coming off of this line, 515-605-9839, hallelujah, glory be to God. On Fridays, we have Beta Mentoring, hallelujah, and the times are the same, 6 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Central, 9 p.m. Eastern, and the number, the 515-605-9839, amen. Beta Mentoring, this is where you'll find a lot of different leaders and up-and-coming leaders coming forth and moving in the gifts and talents that God has given. How many of you know that we need a place to exercise our gifts? Amen. This is how we're able to build confidence, hallelujah, in what it is and how it is uh, we do what we do. Glory be to God, hallelujah. So come support and join in for those that are up and coming, amen, in the name of Jesus. And that uh, uh, number again is the same, 515-605-9839. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. On Saturdays, hallelujah, hour of power. This is an hour of prayer and praise and worship to our Lord and Savior. Starts at noontime Pacific Standard Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, and 2 p.m. Central Standard Time. Now, the number for the prayer line is 727-731-4401. 727-731-4401. This number will be getting changed here in the up-and-coming future to our 515 number, but until then, continue to call in at the 727-731-4401 on Saturdays for one hour of absolute power. Amen. And as of today, my brother's keepers, hallelujah, our men's ministry going forth at 6 p.m. Pacific, 9 p.m. Eastern, and 8 p.m. Central Standard Time. And those are the announcements. We do have some other Slots coming. We have uh, 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 we have evangelist uh, Jessica um, coming uh, forth here. Whitehead, Amen. She'll be coming forth here soon uh, on her show. So y'all get ready because there's some powerful people coming up. Everything will be on our podcast. Amen, that you could go to and listen at your leisure. And if you want to hear something again and again and again, uh, that's where you could go. You can go to Spotify, just type in MBKI. You can go to Google Podcasts. You can go to uh, MBKI, amen. Or you can even go to our website at MBKIMinistries.com, amen. And listen in, hallelujah, grow and go, do thus says the Lord, amen, hallelujah. So let's jump into the word today, hallelujah. We're in part six of the measures of a man, amen. And today we're going to be talking about making God's truth attractive, making God's truth attractive. I mean, we we all love attractive things, attractive clothes, 
attractive cars, attractive people. Amen. Glory be to God. So we, hallelujah, must make the word of God, the truth of God, attractive. Amen. Hallelujah. Let's go to our foundational scripture. That's 1 Timothy. Before we get there, though, let me go ahead and get it. 1 Timothy chapter 3, and we're going to read from verse 2 to 7. Now, uh, I'm going to give everyone 30 seconds to go get your Bible, your notepad, pen. Hallelujah. Glory. It makes no sense to be uh, on a teaching line or getting this information, hallelujah, and not writing it down to study it and to research it later on. The Bible says, study the word to show thyself approved. Don't believe me. Believe the word of God. Believe the spirit. Make sure what I'm giving you lines up with the word of God. This is why many of us are being bamboozled by these false prophets, because we don't study the word. We don't read the word to know that if what they're telling us is true or false, nor do we take it back and study it to find out if it's true or false. People, this is very important, especially in the time and season that we're in at this time. So go get your Bible. Go get your your notepad. Go get your pen. Matter of fact, you should have a notepad that has the last five uh, 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 a series. Hallelujah. <laughs> Glory be to God. So, But if you haven't been following, hallelujah, you can always go to our podcast, listen to all of the series, hallelujah, so that you can become that mature man that God has called you to be. And women can understand what a mature man looks like instead of picking up these guys and, you know, three years later, you're in a divorce because things just didn't work out. Hallelujah. He He looked one way, but Within him, he was really another. Amen. All right, here we go. So we're going to read First Timothy chapter 3, starting off at verse 2, going down to 7. And it reads, a bishop then must be blameless, the husband of one wife, vigilant, sober, of good behavior, giving to hospitality, apt to teach, not given in wine nor striker, not greedy of filthy liqueur, but patient, not a brawler nor covet, one that ruleth well his own house, having his children in subjection with gravity. Verse 5, for if a man know not how to rule his own house, how shall he take care of the church of God? Verse 6, now, uh, not a novice, not a novice, least being lifted up with pride, he fall into condemnation of the devil. Verse 7, moreover, he must have a good report of them which are without, lest he fall into reproach and the snare of the devil. Hallelujah, Lord God, your word is blessed, and it is powerful and alive, and we thank you for it. Hallelujah, now, Holy Spirit, have your way. Give us an understanding of what the word of God is speaking. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen and amen. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. How many of you know leaders, uh, how does your neighbor see you? How does, how does your, your neighbors, do you have a relationship with your neighbors? Or, 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 or you know, are you going back and forth with your neighbors? You know, how do you see them? Because what we're dealing with today is we're dealing with respect. Respect. Are we 
respectable people. See, mature men are respectable men, respect women, and they respect men. They don't call women out their names. They respect them. They understand that they are queens as we are kings. Amen. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. Here, let me, let me tell you a story. So there was a minister who was selling a house. He was a pastor. Uh, he was selling a house, been in the house for 15 years. So a pastor comes and he purchases the house. Now, the house was kind of run down a little bit. I mean, you know, the grass was 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 growing wild, a lot of dandelions in there, and and, and the, the, the paint was kind of peeling a little bit. The roof needed to be changed, you know, things like this. But the neighborhood was an ideal neighborhood. All the lawns were manicured and houses were painted and trees were trimmed. But this one, this pastor's house just stuck out like a, a sore thumb. Amen. Hallelujah. So the people in the neighborhood, you know, they would come and talk to the pastor and say, you know, pastor, can you kind of, you know, cut your grass and, you know, kind of keep, get the house up, keep, you know, so that it could fit in because you're like a sore thumb and it doesn't, doesn't, you know, we, we, we don't like it. Amen. But the pastor never took that to, uh, to heart. So when he sold the house to this other pastor, the pastor comes and he's trying to make small conversation with his neighbors and his neighbors kind of were standoffish, like they didn't like him, but they didn't know him, but they didn't like him. The matter of fact, the neighborhood didn't like him. Amen. And he didn't understand why. So one day he figured it out. He said, you know, all of the work that needs to be done to this house has this house standing out like a sore thumb. And with this pastor being a pastor, being a, 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 a leader, and not taking into consideration the community and their 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 desires, they kind of had a, a a a view of pastors of of leaders. So what he had to do was, as he would get out and he began to manicure the lawn and cut the trim the trees and he got a new roof put on and 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 got the house painted and everything and he still would go forth and talk to these people but you know they they wouldn't really loosen up but as time continued and he continued to press in talking didn't give up hallelujah they began to see that he was different you see what happens a lot of times is based upon how we act how we are puts a stigma on all of us, on every, all the leaders of the church. If you look, most people assume that if I'm paying tithes, the pastor going to take the tithes and spend it on himself. If he's going to spend it on himself, why should I give it? I need it. Amen? But this is based upon a stigma of a few, not, a, not all of us, but a few. And the numbers seem to be growing by the year, but it's not everyone. It's a stigma based upon the behaviors and actions of one. This is a form of being respectable. Why? Because the neighborhood belongs to all 
the people. And all of the people are desiring for the neighborhood to look a certain way. But the pastor didn't want to take part in it. He didn't want to respect their wishes. Amen? Do you respect the wishes of your neighbors? Do you live in an apartment and you, 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 you have children and, and they just run around and the, your, your downstairs neighbor comes up and says, can you please quiet your child down? They're jumping around and there's all kind of banging on the floor. Do you respect them enough to tell your children to, that, to, to walk around the house and run outside, not in the house, to show respect? To the neighbors, Amen. See, it, it's it reflects not just on you as a leader, but on all the stigma of black men. It's not all. It's a it's a, it's a, it's a, a handful. But because of it, we all get thrown in a bucket. Same with whites. Same with uh, 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 Chinese. I mean, whatever the stigma is, it's not everyone. Amen. Are you respectable? The New Testament word for respectable is uh, comic. Co- I'm gonna spell it. K o s m i o s. Cosmos is uh, 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 versely translated in. 1 Timothy chapter 3 and verse 2. Amen. It's translated as being of good behavior. Okay? Well-behaved or uh, respectable. Uh, uh, in essence, it's speaking of man who is living a well-ordered life. That's living a well-ordered life. Now, our English word cosmetics comes from the same word we see. Uh, and now, you, you can see the connection when the, the verb cosmos is translated to ordain or adorn. Amen. Cosmetics are to make you uh, look beautiful. Um, um, and with with that, with that, uh, hallelujah, glory be to God. We are to beautify the word of God. Amen. So if we go to go to first Titus, or go to first Titus, there's only one Titus. Go to Titus chapter two and verse nine and ten. Hallelujah. Let's take a look and see what Titus has to tell us about adorning ourselves. Amen. Adorning ourselves. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. Amen. So here we go. So verse 9 reads, exhort servants to be obedient unto their own masters and to please them well in all things, not answering again, but showing all good fidelity that they may adorn the doctrine of God, our Savior, in all things. Amen. So what they're saying here is the, the, the slaves at that time were to be well-pleased, not argumentative, 
okay? They were not to steal from their masters. Rather, they were to adorn the doctrine of God, our Savior, in every respect. So in essence, their lives were to be like cosmetic to the gospel. Amen? Cosmetic to the gospel. See, cosmetics, of course, are designed to make us attractive, to look and smell good. In other words, when non-Christians see respectable or respectable uh, respectability in our lives, hopefully they'll be attracted to the gospel message and to Jesus Christ. Can you see how the, that works, how it all comes together? See, our actions and behaviors can not only affect how people see us, but how they look at Christianity. Amen. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. Now, many leaders outside of the church have no community involvement, and some of their neighbors say that they're stuck up because they don't talk. They just go about their own thing. They don't socialize. You know, they may not live the same type of life as the leader. You know, they may not be Christians, but it doesn't mean that we're not to love one another. See, that's the thing about Jesus is Jesus loved all, and we should love all. The Bible says love your neighbor. So if your neighbor is not a believer, pray. Pray for him. Hallelujah. And let him see Christ in you. But what he's seeing is the devil because you are not doing it. Well, I'm, let me not point to you, but let's say people aren't doing what God has called for them to do in the Bible. Amen. Hallelujah. Love those who persecute you. Love those who love you and those that don't love you. Amen. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Walking worthy of our calling. Are you walking worthy of the call that has been placed upon your life? Respectable. Are you walking worthy? Hallelujah. Glory be to God. A respectable man is a man who lives in such a way that his total life adorns the teaching of the Bible. Amen. Whether it's his dress, his speech, the appearance of his home, his office, or the way he does business, all are to be in harmony with biblical principles. Basically, the principles of the word should be working in every facet of your life. Amen. Not a few, but all of your life. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Glory be to God. So let's uh, do this. The, 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 the doctrine, the doctrine, because God is a God of order, a man of God should also be orderly and proper. He should be a Christian gentleman in every area of his life. Amen. So it's not just when you're at church. It's not just when you're around your Christian brothers and sisters. It's not when you're in public. It's even when you're home by yourself. You know, 
you're not to be looking at porno and or, or doing all kind of crazy stuff because because you're in your own home and the door is locked doesn't mean you can do whatever you want to do. It don't mean you can sit back and drink and smoke weed and all this other crazy crap that folks do. That's not what it's about. We're supposed to stay holy, live holy, act holy, and if we're not there, we're supposed to reach for holiness, right? And what is holiness? It's a separation. It's separating yourself, hallelujah, from the rest of the world. We are not to be like the world. We are in the world, but not of the world is what the Bible tells us. Hallelujah. So how are you living? How are you living? Glory be to God. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. When I think of being a man who lives a respectable life, I think of what Paul wrote to the Ephesians uh, Christians about our Christian walk. Uh, Go to Ephesians chapter 4 in verse 1. Ephesians chapter 4 in verse 1. Glory be to God. It says here, it says, I therefore, the prisoner of the Lord, beseeth you that ye walk worthy of the uh, vacation that the, the, wherewith you are called. Hallelujah. I therefore as, as the prisoner of the Lord beseeth you that you walk worthy of the position wherewith you were called. Amen. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. Are you working, walking worthy of the position wherewith ye has called? Have, are you being respectable in that position that you were called to? Are, are you being prideful? Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. Go to Ephesians chapter 5. We're going to read verse 1 to Ephesians chapter 5 and verse 1 and 2. Glory be to God. And it says here, it says, but ye therefore followers of God as dear children and walk in love as Christ also hath loved us and hath given himself for us an offering and a sacrifice to God for a sweet-smelling Savior. Amen. So it's telling us to walk in love because God is love in Christ. Walk in love. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. I'm going to go down a little bit further because it, it talks about a few things. In verse 3 it says, but fornication and all uncleanliness or covetousness, let it not be once named among you as becometh saints. Amen. Neither filthiness nor foolish talk nor justice, which are not convenient, but rather given of thanks. Giving of thanks. Amen. Hallelujah. He's telling us how to be respectful, how we should be acting and behaving. Amen. Glory be to God. Glory be to God. Let's go to verse 7 and 8 in that same chapter. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. Ephesians 5, 7 and 8. Hallelujah. He says here, but not ye 
therefore partakers with them. Be not ye therefore partakers with them. For ye were sometimes ye for ye were sometimes darkness, but now ye are light in the Lord. Walk as children of light. Amen. Walk as children of light. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. So we are to walk in Christ. We are to walk in Christ. Amen. Let's go to chapter 15. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. It says, see then that ye walk circumspectly into not as fools. See then that ye walk circumspectly, not as fools, but as wise. See, when you are respectable, you don't walk as a fool. Fools do foolish things. Wise people do wise things. Amen? Redeeming the time because the days are evil. So we must walk wisely, especially in the time that we are in right now. Amen? Because we are in evil times. I just found out that they're shutting things back down again. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. They're shutting things down again. And uh, people are just running crazy to the store and to the to the gas pumps to get gas and all this, that, and the third. And, you know, people are kind of angry because things are being shut down again. Business owners are angry. Hallelujah. We don't know what to expect. Hallelujah. But the one thing we can know is that God is in control. Amen. God is in control. So we have nothing to fear. Hallelujah. We have nothing to fear. Glory be to God. So I got a couple questions that I want to ask. These are probable questions. Probing yourself. You know, the, the one thing that we don't like to do is to look at ourselves. Amen. So Take a look at ourselves. We, we're going to take an inventory. It's always good to take an inventory of yourself. Businesses that don't take an inventory, they go broke. Amen. And so if we don't take a look within ourselves, we have the ability of falling back into some old things. Amen. Because we're not seeing how we may be slowly moving out of the will of God and into the will of self. Amen. Hallelujah. So let me ask this question to you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. What about the external appearances? Does it measure up to what is considered proper, both biblically and culturally? Does your appearance measure up biblically and culturally? Now, listen, people, it's important to keep uh, these two things in balance, usually, uh, but not always, culture itself makes certain demands on people. You know, we got to dress this way. We got to do dress that way. You know, non-Christians also have certain expectations regarding what is appropriate and what is inappropriate. Now, as Christians, we must take into consideration cultural expectations and at the same time, not violating biblical principles and teachings when it comes to dress. See, we must be respectable. Amen. Hallelujah. Honoring God at all times. Amen. Amen. Take a look at that. Think that over. Now, here's another one. Listen. What 
are your motives regarding what you wear? What's your motives? Am I attracting attention to myself or to the Lord Jesus Christ who lives within me? What is your purpose of wearing what you wear? Are you wearing it so people are, are, are attracted to you? See, most people, they wear things to attract. Most women, they put on this makeup and all this to draw, amen, men to them, amen. I hate to say this, but, you know, it's in the dress of a lot of women that get men to uh, abuse them sexually because of the way that they dress and the problem that the man has in the mind. Amen. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. Hey, the next is, what about your house that you live in? Do you uh, buy it uh, uh, to impress people or did you buy it to uh, glorify Jesus Christ? What's the purpose of the home you have? Because a lot of people are in homes they don't need. What you need a six-bedroom house for, and it's just you? What do you need a four-bedroom house for, and it's you and your wife? Unless you're expecting to have kids very soon. We we do things with, with it makes no sense. Why am I driving a suburban extra, extra long when it's just you? You ain't got no kids. Who are we impressing? People or God? People are God. Amen? Hallelujah. See, this question is all, uh, 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 in all of these questions, has to be handled individually. Okay? Don't judge others. Examine your own heart. Size and cost and locations are not the most important issues your motives are. So, so where you're living, how, you, the, 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 the amount, people be like, yeah, my house costs a quarter million. You know, it doesn't matter how much your house costs. Doesn't matter, it doesn't matter if you're living in the tent. Hallelujah, glory be to God. That probably didn't cost but $23. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. What about your speech? Do you use words to build up others or to build up yourself? Do you glorify God with uh, your words, or do you glorify yourself? Furthermore, is your speech becoming to a Christian, or does it adorn the doctrine of God? How do you talk? Do you talk like a sailor, or do you talk like a Christian? Here's one. Does your talk kind of uh, adjust depending upon the company uh, that you're keeping? I mean, if you're with non-Christians, you talk like a non-Christian. Or when you're with Christians, you talk like a Christian. I mean, are you, are, are you a, a chameleon? You just want to fit in wherever you are. You can get in, you're going to fit in. Amen? Is that you? Hallelujah. Now, these questions are, 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 are I mean, really take a look at them. And there's many, there's many other questions, but for time's sake, Hallelujah, I don't want to go into them, but if you want to know more, send me a message uh, via Facebook, or you can send it through email at anthonybaxter at mbkiministries.com or through our website from our contact page. 
Listen, men of God, it's important that you live a respectable life. Amen. That you do things for the right reason. That you're wearing clothes because you like them. They make you feel good, not because you're trying to attract women or you're trying to attract men. Hallelujah. Don't go and buy a car because you want to attract someone or look like something that you're not. Buy a car that's going to get you good gas mileage and it's going to fit your monthly, uh, uh, you, you, what you can afford monthly. They got people that, that got cars they can't afford. They're working two jobs to pay for their car. That don't make no sense. It's a car. Amen. Glory be to God. Lord have mercy. So, Lord, we're going to go ahead and uh, stop right there. Uh, we're going to come back next week. Hallelujah. And we're going to be talking about sharing our resources, sharing our resources, dealing with hospitality. Are you hospitable? Are you willing to share what you have? Amen. Are you one of those that, you know, you want to give out a little here and a little there and keep everything to yourself? Sharing our resources. That's next week. Father, in the name of Jesus, Lord, we give thanks, honor, and praise to you. Father God, we do understand that we must be respectable. Hallelujah. First off to you and then to others. Hallelujah. Father God, help us to do things we do for the right reasons, not to look like something we're not, not to uh, attract things that uh, are of this world, but help us to live a life that is conducive to your will and your way, Father. Hallelujah. And for those, Father, that are living opposite and they're saying, I need to make some changes, for those leaders, hallelujah, that are in their neighborhoods and they're not uh, 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 coming together and, 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 and helping to be a part of the neighborhood, hallelujah, Lord God, put upon their mind to, 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 to make changes, Lord, hallelujah, because one person can affect how an individual looks at the whole uh, ministry of Jesus Christ. One bad apple can spoil the whole bag. Amen. Glory be to God. So we give you honor, praise, and thanks, Lord, for what you're doing and how you're doing it in this season. In the mighty name of Jesus, Lord, we give praise, honor, and thanks unto you. Amen and amen. All right. Men of God, hallelujah. Remember, hallelujah, to walk by faith, not by sight. And always be your brother's keeper. God bless you, and we'll see you next week.